Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Metro News This Morning, bringing you this morning's biggest news headlines from across the state. It is Friday, August 6, 2021. Good morning, I'm Chris Lawrence, and we are set to get the day rolling with you with all the information you need in the mountain state of West Virginia. The forecast for the state today, it's going to be mostly dry. Just a slight chance for a shower this evening across the mountain counties, but there is an increased chance of stormy weather into the weekend. We'll have more on that forecast coming up. Right now, let's get up to date on all the news across the state of West Virginia for this Friday morning. At the Metro News Anchor Desk is Carrie Hudasek. Carrie, good morning. Good morning, Chris. West Virginia labor leaders are mourning the death of longtime AFL-CIO President Rich Trumka. Trumka died of a sudden heart attack Thursday. West Virginia AFL-CIO President Josh Sword says Trumka was the heart and soul of the labor movement. This is just a real shock and, and a real tragedy, a tragic loss for the labor movement not only in this country, but in the entire world. Trumka was known as a powerful speaker. He was at the state capitol back in 2015 to take part in a rally against right-to-work legislation. When it came down to you or those big donors, they chose the big donors, and they want you to forget that we won't forget. We'll remember tomorrow and the next day and every day until election day. Trumka was 72 years old. Retired West Virginia Coal Association President Bill Rainey will become a commissioner for the State Public Service Commission. Governor Jim Justice appointed Rainey to the role this week. Gas and Oil Association of West Virginia Executive Director Charlie Bird says it's a good decision because Rainey understands sourcing energy. Uh, whether it be from the mouth of a coal mine or from uh, the top of a wellhead and the distribution system it takes to uh, to get that energy from that source to the end user. Rainey fills a seat vacated by Brooks McCabe, a former state senator whose term expired at the end of June. As officials at West Virginia University prepare for students to arrive back on campus, they're asking for cooperation when it comes to COVID-19 guidelines in an effort to reduce the spread of the virus. WVU Dean of Students Corey Ferris says the university is encouraging student organizations to consider meetings virtually or outside. Consider instead of using a small classroom, but maybe using a much larger classroom, which allows you to spread out um, a whole lot. WVU is encouraging not requiring students and staff to get vaccinated. Classes begin August 18th. 
West Virginia Wesleyan College officials say students who aren't vaccinated against COVID will have to pay fees. The latest guidance for the fall semester says unvaccinated students will be charged a non-refundable fee of $750. It also says students who get COVID-19 are un- who are unable to quarantine off campus will have to pay $250. The fee is going to be used to cover expenses for increased testing and other resources. West Virginia now has more than 3,000 active COVID-19 cases. The last time active cases topped 3,000 was on June 10th. Governor Jim Justice will provide an update on the state's coronavirus response efforts during a virtual briefing set for 1030 this morning. You can watch it at WVMetroNews.com. State Attorney General Patrick Morrissey says he anticipates a trial next spring against three major drug distributors, including a subsidiary of Johnson & Johnson. Morrissey says the state's allegations Morrissey says the state's allegations say the drug makers misrepresented the truth about their drugs. That the companies knew that these products were addictive and that people in West Virginia would get hooked on them. And uh, we believe when we go into court, we're going to be able to show that, uh, that there's a lot of evidence which would back up that assertion. The state mass litigation panel on Thursday agreed with Morrissey's motion to schedule the case. It heads to trial next April. A grand jury in Cabell County will review a case involving a man who allegedly murdered his grandfather. 36-year-old Seth Donald is accused of killing 94-year-old Maurice Sill at the Woodlands Retirement Community in Huntington in 2019. Donald was arrested in California in 2020 and extradited back to West Virginia last month. The U.S. Senate is set to take up the bipartisan infrastructure bill over the weekend. The U.S. Senate set to take up the bipartisan infrastructure bill over the weekend. Senators spent much of Thursday discussing amendments to the package, which dedicates $550 billion to various issues, including road and bridge work, water infrastructure, and broadband. The Senate will convene Saturday to vote on ending debate and possibly take up the bill. West Virginia senators have had leading roles in trying to get the bill through the chamber. Senator Joe Manchin was part of the bipartisan group that reached an agreement with the White House. Senator Shelley Mark Capito, a floor manager responsible for moving the bill through the amendment process. We may not have exactly the same priorities for the state, but in this area, very, very similar. Once the bill is passed, the Senate will consider a budget blueprint on a $3.5 trillion proposal on issues like child care and education. I'm Alex Thomas, WVMetroNews.com. Union leaders representing heavy equipment operators in West Virginia are throwing their support behind the bipartisan infrastructure bill. Justin Williams, an attorney with the International Union of Operating Engineers Local 132 in Charleston, says the plan will allow much-needed job growth. We're not giving up on any jobs. If if we can build it, we're, we're in to build it, whether it's a windmill or a pipeline or highway work. We want to build it all. Um, but these, these are great opportunities, and they're good jobs for, for our members. Williams says they're in constant contact with the state's congressional delegation about ways to support West Virginia's workforce. Mason County Sheriff's deputies are investigating how a man ended up in the Ohio River. Emergency crews rescued the man below the Silver Bridge just after midnight. Deputies say the man was not injured and is now safe. A fallen Korean War soldier is being remembered in West Virginia today. Governor Jim Justice has ordered all U.S. and state flags to be flown at half-staff for Army Corporal Pete Conley of Chapmanville. Conley went missing in action after an attack on his unit in December 1950. His remains were returned from North Korea in 2018 and were identified in June 2020. He was brought back to West Virginia on Thursday. Thank you, Carrie. Coming up in a moment, more on the passing of Rich Trumka, and then Kyle Wiggs will have an update on sports. It's all still ahead. 
As county school systems in West Virginia return to the classrooms, athletes will be returning to the field. And once again, Metro News will be there to keep you informed. Fred Persinger, Dave Jekyll, and Joe Bracato are geared up and ready for another exciting season of the high school sports line. Get the latest scores and news along with player and coach interviews. Wednesday nights at 7.06. The high school sports line starts August 25th. Here on the Metro News Radio Network and online at wvmetronews.com. Kyle Wiggs has an update on sports coming up momentarily, but right now in our backgrounder, a giant in organized labor is dead. Jeff Jenkins with more in our Metro News backgrounder on Thursday's heart attack death of AFL-CIO President Rich Trumka. Fayette County, Pennsylvania native Rich Trumka wore a three-piece suit when he took the oath of office as a new president of the United Mine Workers Union in December 1982. The New York Times report says Trumka was trying to change the image of coal miners as hillbillies. Trumka told the miners gathered that day at the Charleston Civic Center they were smart and talented and did great work. He led the union through a handful of strikes during his 13 years at the helm and forced a partnership with Cabin Creek native Cecil Roberts. He was Trumka's running mate and served as his vice president. In this interview, Trumka said he recognized Roberts' passion early on. He's a wonderful family man. Uh, but most of all, he's a committed trade unionist and a great leader. Trumpka moved on to the AFL-CIO in the mid-1990s, first as its secretary-treasurer and then as its president. West Virginia AFL-CIO President Josh Sword was on the phone with Trumpka and other labor leaders just a few days ago on the PRO Act. And that was, you know, his mission right now. So we were, we being, you know, all the the state federation and central labor council leaders from throughout the state were communicating with him on a very regular basis to strategize on the passage of this thing. So, you know, we had just spoken to him, you know, just the other day. Sword says he can't imagine the stress on Trumpka every day, trying to keep a multitude of labor interests on the same page, but he did so. He led unions for nearly 40 years. It's remarkable that he was able to keep, you know, uh, the, the labor movement as a whole on the same page like he did because it's it's almost impossible but he was able to do it and i think the part of the reason that he was able to do it is because of the passion that he had for workers and trying to advocate and help them and their families uh to the best of his ability that's what made him uh that that allowed him to bridge gaps Perhaps Trumpka's last fiery speech in West Virginia was in March 2015 when he was on the steps of the state capitol in front of his union brothers and sisters criticizing the newly elected Republican-controlled state legislature on the right-to-work issue. When you turn the light in a dark room that's full of cockroaches, those cockroaches scatter for cover everywhere. We're going to turn the lights on them every day. Rich Trumpka was 72. I'm Jeff Jenkins for the Morning News. At the sports desk this morning, Kyle Wiggs joins us. And Kyle, Morgantown's post two in this American Legion region. They're uh, two games away from going to uh, the big show. Two wins. Two wins down for post two. They're 2-0. Two and oh. They beat Owensboro, Kentucky, the state champ out of Kentucky, 12-2 in six innings. Last night, so Morgantown advances to play the other 2-0 team, Midland, Michigan, tonight at 7. Bridgeport was eliminated from the tournament 
Yesterday, also Rock Island, Illinois, so it continues today in Morgantown. Thanks, Cal. Join me tomorrow morning at 7.06 for West Virginia Outdoors on radio stations all across West Virginia and also streaming at wvmetronews.com. With today's commentary, here is the voice of Metro News, Hoppy Kirchival. Chris, the State Board of Education next week will receive data on test scores for West Virginia school children for the last school year. These are the West Virginia General Summative Assessment Results for students in grades 3 through 8. And the news will not be good. The pandemic played havoc with instruction here and across the country last year. In West Virginia, many counties went through a series of closings and reopenings. Schools pivoted to remote learning with mixed results, and too many students just fell through the cracks. State School Superintendent Clayton Birch has already seen the test scores and shared them with county superintendents. He said on Metro News Talk Line yesterday, across the board, at every grade level, all subjects, you're going to see a drop. He said at some of those grade levels, the drops are pretty significant. Birch was never a fan of students trying to learn from home, although in many cases, schools had no choice last year. He said as a whole, virtual learning did not work for a majority of children. Now, personally, I heard stories throughout the last school year from teachers and parents about the pitfalls of remote learning. Yes, some students were engaged and did the work, especially children who had a strong support system at home. However, many of the stories from teachers were about students who simply didn't do the work or even show up for virtual learning. Some parents expressed frustration that with their job and dealing with the pandemic, they struggled to keep their children engaged in their lessons. Now, sadly, the assessments will not tell the entire story. The school system also tracked referrals by teachers and administrators of students to counselors and school nurses. Educators tracked data from Child Protective Services, information on opioid overdoses by students, suicides, attempted suicides. Birch said the data, combined with the academic test scores, made for a devastating school year. And he said, I intentionally used the word devastating. West Virginia students were already struggling academically before the pandemic. The Biennial National Assessment of Education Progress, NAEP, test scores released in 2019 showed West Virginia students below the national average in math and reading in all four testing areas. They even lost ground in three of the four. All this is the backdrop for the new school year that's about to begin in West Virginia. All counties will start with in-person instruction. All decisions on mask wearing and how to adjust when a student or teacher gets COVID will be managed at the local level. The already difficult job of teaching will be even more challenging this year as teachers attempt to make up for missed instruction last year while at the same time trying to cover new grade material. Birch believes that in-person instruction is vital. He said students need to be in school as consistently as possible, no yo-yoing in and out. He said they need to be in those classrooms each and every day in front of their teachers. Every school year is critical toward the success of young West Virginians. However, this upcoming term takes on an additional air of importance because of the missed opportunities for learning last year. Chris? Thanks, Hoppy. You can join Hoppy each weekday morning at 10.06 for his show, Metro News Talk Line, on the radio and at wvmetronews.com. Now the forecast for West Virginia on this Friday. Mostly dry weather can be expected today under high pressure. Only a slight chance of a shower in the northern West Virginia mountains today. There is an upper-level disturbance, though, that will be approaching tomorrow, and that brings the renewed chance for shower and storm activity. Sunday and Monday, though, look mainly dry, warm, and humid. The better chance for showers and storms will arrive again midweek next week. 
as the hot and humid weather will continue right on through. High temperatures in the low 90s possible starting Sunday through the midweek for the lowlands. Now you're up to date. Have a great day and a great weekend. For Hoppy Kerchival, Kyle Wiggs, and Kerry Hudasek, I'm Chris Lawrence on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Metro News This Morning is an exclusive production of the Metro News Radio Network. All rights reserved. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.